Warning. What follows is a story of monsters, madness, and mayhem. Uh, I'm Nick. And I'm Zach. Welcome to We're in Fear, a barely educational podcast about global folklore that aims to enlighten, entertain, and expand your world. of your digital dominion yes the proof is in the pudding that i am still a i am still of this mortal vessel yeah now whether or not i've been possessed by a demonic entity is still up for debate yeah which one did we try to possess you with i don't know didn't i name somebody demonox or something demonox yeah. demonox because that's, that's you know right. you know it's yeah. a real original name for a demon <laughs> demonox <laughs> demonox oh shit i bet he's a demon <laughs> what gave it away <laughs> yeah have you met demonox yeah Oh, what's he? Oh, a demon. Oh, I yeah. couldn't. Mm-hmm. I thought he might have been like a unicorn. Nobody saw that one coming. Nope. What a twist. Huge shocker. Yeah. But uh, yeah, technology is advancing. Um, things have been done. Yep. I may have been stuck. Yeah, we tw- were twice. Yeah, we we stayed pretty separate from each other until today. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's the uh, yeah back to. Back to basics, I guess. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, we're here in mutual company, and yeah. I believe I will be having a story sent in my direction. You will be. Excellent. Yeah. So, a couple of weeks ago, I was telling you in some of our Behind the Veil talk of a book I was reading called Undaunted Courage about Lewis and Clark and the... Yes. Journey across the country. Absolutely. The uh, core of discovery, right? Yep. Yeah, so, which I was, it was a uh, discussion I was thoroughly enamored with because, I mean, that's a great, well, I mean, depending on your point of view, it's an exciting point in history, I suppose. Right. And that's, that's why I got into it. And yeah. that's kind of why I'm talking about it again right now is because lately it's got me thinking about how crazy the development of the United States has been. Yeah. Just a hair over 200 years ago, huh. no white men had even seen half of this country. Nope. Yeah. Nope. So, now, now, even in, during a pandemic, it almost feels like you're struggling to stay away from people, but can you imagine right. how easy it was to stay away from people? Yeah. It sounds awesome. I mean... Like the whole founding of that, well, I mean, you may be talking about it, but like the, the too long don't read version of like just like people just like they're on the East Coast. They're like, I'm done. I'm just going to yeah. leave. We're going to go. I don't know. Yeah. That way. Somewhere. That way. We're going to go West. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. they end up in Illinois where right. we're at. And they're like, that's far enough. That's pretty West. Yeah. There's this, yeah, there's this river over there called the Mississippi. It's fucking huge. Yeah. We're not going to cross that. That's going to no. be a rough yeah. crossing. But then some people were like. Ah. Yeah. 
And that's why Illinois is now in the Midwest, because people kept going <laughs> further west. Yeah, retroactively. It's like, well, I guess that's the middle of this. We yeah. didn't know. It's not even the middle. It's like... No, it's not. I mean, it's... <laughs> yeah, Chicago is like the biggest city in the Middle West, and it's like, you know, no. It's still more east than... It's much more east than, than like, west. if you cut the country right in half, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Well, why I'm talking about this is because there is a part of our country that is very remote. And it's called Alaska. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. So. Yeah. Alaska is like. I looked it up earlier and I might still have it pulled up here. In the state population of Alaska is not even one million. Insane. Right. So. And it's huge. It's so probably large. a third the size of the continental States. I mean, it is a large space. Yeah, it's huge. So, that's where I want to go. I mean, man, you want to get you want to get away. Yeah, when you want to get away, you go way up north. Which, again, is exciting. Mm-hmm. I like it. You know, we're having a pretty intense winter right now right all of a sudden uh yeah i wonder what it's like up there it's probably more fun oh more fun yeah yeah well, i mean it sounds fun to me it is yeah it could not be i don't know i've never been so well i was just thinking about how unusual illinois is so like is alaska that Ill- unusual right now what kind of craziness is that like yeah what do they got do, going do they on? usually get like 20 feet of snow they've got like 70 it's like oh my god mm-hmm yeah, what are we at? Like eighteen inches or so? Yeah, probably. <laughs> it's been fun. Yeah, you could fall it in your face out in your yard and you know, drown in snow. It's that deep right now. Yep. I could lay down and you wouldn't be able to find me. Have people drowned in snow? I gotta think they can. That's sorry, that's a separate topic. Can you drown in snow? I mean, I guess if you're face down and then like it melts around you and then, like if you're you know what I mean? So like cause you don't need a lot to drown really. Right. Huh, anyways, weird thought. Yeah. Sorry, I should have a filter on that. That's Moving weird. on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so Alaska. We're going to talk a little bit about Alaska. Okay. The Thomas Bay area of Alaska, more specifically. It's the southeastern part. It's uh, the part that touches Canada. Got it. So it's not the part that floats out there, you know, getting closer to Russia. It's real right. close to Canada. Uh, yeah, the Thomas Bay area, also known as the Bay of Death. Well, all right. Well, do you like that segue? Just uh, throwing it right at. Yeah, I mean, just, I guess, guess that's the only way to do that. <laughs> yep. I guess that's the only. Oh, I bet Alaska's pleasant. I want to move there. Oh yeah, it's the Bay of Death. All right, yep. that's fine. Welcome to the Bay of Death. Okay. Well. The native population to this area, I'm probably going to butcher how you say this, Tlingit. I will say that that is what we will go by. Cool. Um, But they're the natives from the area. And in 1750, there was a landslide um, that wiped out a large population of 500 Tlingit people. Oh, my God. 
it basically swallowed their settlement. What on earth? So that's how I got the name, the Bay of Death. That'll do it. Did you mm-hmm. say 500? 500. Yeah, that'll do it. Just wiped out in quick little landslide. Yeah, that bay had a uh, severe increase in death. Right, so uh, rumors are kind of that it may be cursed. Some of the native population still believes that. Uh, Either way, 500 people gone that quick can't be good. Nope. But I'm going to tell you a little, uh, little tale from that area. Okay. It has nothing to do with a landslide, though. All right. Just from the folklore of the natives. Okay. There was a great famine at Sitka, and all the people went halibut fishing. Then a certain man went with his wife to the mouth of Redoubt Bay. Uh, he had prepared barks sometime before, and when they got to this place, they made a house out of them. They fished there for a long time, but caught no, no more than one or two halibut a week. By the end of two months, they had little to live on except shellfish and other things picked up at low tide. One evening, they caught a small halibut at their fishing ground. They cooked a piece of it and put the rest on the drying frame in the brush house the, brush house the man had constructed. Uh... Next day, they heard a noise as if something were being thrown down and moved about. The woman said, what can that be? Then her husband went out and was astonished to see two medium-sized devilfish lying there. Uh, devilfish are octopus, if you recall. I, re- Sweet. I remember that from doing my Kraken episode. Nice. Uh, yeah. But devilfish. So, back into it here. Mm-hmm. He wondered he wondered how they had gotten up from the beach. Then he went in and said, Wife, I am in luck. There are two large devil fish out there. I do not know who brought them. Tomorrow morning we will take them and see if we can't catch some halibut. The person who brought them here is very kind, for I have been hunting everywhere vainly for bait. The woman sat down and considered. She said, Do you know who brought them here? man said no to the woman then responded i will tell you who brought them here don't you remember that our son was drowned a year ago and no one has seen anything of him since it must be he who has taken pity on us because he sees how poor we are i will call his name if i hear anyone whistle tomorrow or any other night for i know it is my son how do i feel about that well Took quite a turn. Hmm. Yeah. Well. Husbands, you know, were, who brought these things? I bet it was, no, come on. It was our dead son. And he's like, oh, uh, yeah, huh. honey, okay. I'm going to go whistle for him. All right. Okay. And if he whistles, if I hear something, then it'll be him. It's a grieving mother. Exactly, right. And he's like, all right, I'm going to go catch those halibut. Yeah. With these devil fish. Um, I wish you all the best on your endeavors in finding our child. Mm-hmm. Well, 
The story continues. Okay. In the morning, they went out with the devilfish, and they caught two halibut. Oh. Evening came on. After they had reached home and it grew dark, they began to cook some of the halibut. Just as the woman was putting some into the pot, a person whistled from behind the house. Then she said, We have longed for you, my dear son. Come in. Don't whistle around us. We have been wishing for you for the last year, so do not be afraid. It is only your father and I. Come in. Then it whistled again. The man went to the door, opened it, and said, Come in, my son. I think you have come to help us because we are poorly off. The door is open. Come right in. So the father said, and without seeing him enter, all of a sudden a figure was seated opposite them at the table with his hands over his face. The mother and father spoke, saying, Is it you, my son? He only whistled by drawing in his breath. And that was the way he spoke. Toward midnight he began to speak, though. So the father said, Is it you, my son? The hidden figure only said one word. Yes. Okay. Yeah? Oh. It's got to be my son. It's got to be. Who else could that be? No one? It can't lie, right? No. And like, yeah, I mean, of course. It's my son. Mm Mm-hmm. What's up, kiddo? Well, in this folktale... The man believes it is his son. We might as well. We, I would say, do not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I have some doubts. Yeah, got a few doubts. I got, I got some doubts too. <laughs> got a few questions I'd like to ask, but no one can answer them. You may be able to. You may mm. end up answering these questions. I probably will. But his, uh, you know, let's uh, inquire about his father thought process here. But uh, sure. But again, two grieving parents, they're just going to roll with it. Right. Their mental state is not good. Right. And if you ask this entity, are you my son? It goes, yes. Like, okay, welcome back. Yeah, cool. All right, awesome. Our son's back. Nice. It's weird that he won't show his face, though. Yeah, and he doesn't really interact much besides Yeah, he's doing this weird whistling communication. Mm-hmm. He just confirms that he is in fact our son. The one thing we need to know to not ask any questions about what's going on. Mm-hmm. Not odd. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, you came over to my house through a dark wintry night. How I would imagine kind of the night here was going since they were struggling. Yes. So, when you go to leave my house tonight. Oh, God. At night. Yeah. Yeah, it is night. I, I, that's redundant. No, I, but when you leave here, and if you hear a whistle, no, from the woods, nope, or maybe a shout, uh-huh. would, would you go see who it is? Nope. If you hear a call of distress in the woods, would you go out there? Would you go see who might be in need of your help? I might yell back. <laughs> what do you need? What's wrong with you? Help. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What do you need? Nope. Yeah. And then, you know, are you a creature? 
And then I would scurry into no. the car. <laughs> <laughs> right. The one thing I need to know. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. You can't lie. Yeah. Although I would hope if a human being, if I yell at a human being, are you a creature? They would say, what? Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm coming. <laughs> no asshole. <laughs> <laughs> a creature? Are you crazy? I need help. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, if you do walk out there. Yeah. And you hear a whistle. Yeah. Uh, or a call for help. And you go towards it, it might be the last thing you do. Because it may not be a person at all. What? It may be the land otter man. The Kushtaka. Oh, man. I'm glad you led with the land otter man <laughs> and then said his cool name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what it means. Right. <laughs> but the land otter man. Yep. And he's going to fucking kill me? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe he just wants help. I don't know. The You're le- going to have to go find that out I on your am- own. So the next person who yells for help, are you an otter man? Yeah. You sure? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just a person. I'm hurt. I'm a man man. All right, man man. I'm coming. Yeah. Land otter man. What was his, what was the, uh, the. Uh, I saw a bunch of different pronunciations, but. Sure. The- I'm trusting Wikipedia to point me in the right direction on sure. this one. The Kushtaka. Okay. Kushtaka. Yeah. So, the Kushtaka, the land otter man. Yeah. It's a shape shifting creature of the north. North. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. North. I like it. Yeah, lives in the woods, but he may hide in plain sight. Just as the story above, where, uh, he comes into the house disguised as someone's son. Man, shapeshifters, dude, not good. Mm-mm. But they're mischievous, to say. Yeah. Mischievous may be a uh, very light term to put on Perhaps. Them. Um, they like to cause problems. Truth. Uh, That's the vibe I'm getting from the land outer, man. Yeah. They are known to kind of bait you in to going to see what's going on. Sure. They will take the form of different creatures. Your dead son. Different people. They draw you out, though. They want you over there where they can rip you up. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Tear you to pieces. I don't like that. That's in some accounts. Other accounts say that You'll hear, you know, the sounds of a baby crying in the night or whispers to children drawing them out of their house. Even better. Great. Uh Uh-huh. They'll lure victims to the river by screaming. It sounds like they need help. Yeah, and it's them good people go to help people. And then they're torn to shreds. That's why you never help anybody. Don't help anybody. It might be the land otter man. You can't trust him. It, does it look like your mom? Does she look like she's drowning? Mm. Are you sure, though? Yeah, you sure that's your mom? <laughs> you might just have to let her drown. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Wow. <laughs> we don't know if she's the land otter man. Right. So, like, that's not good. Right. So that these are the things that 
are haunting the Bay of Death. So, you know, a big population got wiped out. Uh, they were terrified of these things. Yeah, I'm terrified of them right now. They are different. Different the accounts kind of vary. Sure. Um, but they're when they're not shape shifted. Yeah. They tend to look like humanoid figures. People describe it as not quite a monkey, not quite a man. Interesting. Long, coarse, dark hair. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen some say four feet tall, though. Okay. Mm-hmm. Some say a little bit taller. Yeah. Uh, but but they take human form. They can swim. Okay. They'll brush boats, canoes. They're in the water. They'll take the form of otters. Sometimes when they take the form of your family or someone close to you, they look like people that you know, but just strange enough that you're like, wow, that looks like Nick, except for he kind of looks like part otter today. That's not good. I don't know what that means exactly. He's yeah. just floating on his back for some reason. I don't know. Yeah, is that Nick eating food in his belly? <laughs> he's just crack. <laughs> he's just cracking urchins on his belly. I'm pretty sure that's Nick, but why is he doing that? That's odd. I didn't know that that was a hobby he had. He never told me he liked to do that. Hmm. No, I didn't know about that one. Yeah, especially since that's just like, like that's like a ditch for the side of the road. It's a weird place for yeah. me to do that. What's yeah. he doing that for? Is, huh. This is bizarre. I was just wondering where you come across me doing that and be like, Nick. <laughs> Nick. Yeah, after I just saved my, my mother from drowning, right? we go past and she's like, you should stop hanging out with him. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fair. That's true. Yeah. He's trying to convince me you're an otter man to let you drown. <laughs> yeah. It looks like he's an otter man. Yeah. I guess he's projecting. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Weird. Strange. Odd. Yeah. So that's what they do, though. They lure you through believing you, you're safe. Yeah. Or that someone you know. Other, other stories actually talk about how the Land Otter Man is helpful. Oh. Like the story I broke you in with here. Yeah. That actually continues, and it's actually like a pretty good story like oh, was it it's like a it's a whole thing it's like the land otter man actually helps this family thrive oh so he doesn't rip them to shreds no, I, assume that's where it was I going. left i left it off it's like that nice good, but, good call. Uh, that's a good call because it was actually it's actually like a so he comes in from the wild and kind of in this case yeah like he knows they're grieving kind of and helps them out yeah basically well, that's nice okay yeah because this this was actually a uh a folklore piece from uh, like the Smithsonian has. That's awesome. Um, so that one ends up well, but not all of them do. Most of them don't. What else we got here? I got another one pulled up. Yeah. So I have another one here of a more recent sighting than going back, you know, through folklore. Sure. This is from a, the Alaska for real blog. This article was written in 2015 from a woman that lives in Alaska. 
Nice. Um, I'm just going to read it verbatim. Sure. There's something out there. As a cook and deckhand and housekeeper of a guide boat, I was exhausted. I got up at 6.30 a.m. to make bag lunches and cook breakfast, and I usually didn't get to my bunk until after midnight, sometimes not until 2.30 a.m. So to catch up on my sleep, I napped in the wheelhouse when the guides and clients were out all day. Today, though, two of the clients had stayed behind, and they felt compelled to wake me. I said I was reading it verbatim, but I'm correcting grammar as I go. So I hear you. Got it. I'm going to continue Otherwise, doing that. Otherwise, yeah, I mean, it, yep. They, they sounded as if they really wanted to be cool and casual, but couldn't quite pull that off. Since we were in a lonely bay many miles from the nearest town, I asked, something? Can you describe it to me? They just stared at me for a moment. Finally, the older one said, something strange, awful. There was no attempt to be casual now. Come outside, you can hear it. I sighed. Not that long ago, the two non-Alaskan guides had gotten me up out of a dead sleep in the middle of the night, claiming something had bumped into the hull. They ran from one side to the other, peering into the still dark water where we were anchored for the night, and asked me to turn on the big mast light, so I did. They talked in hushed voices about the possibility of monsters, of the Kushtaka, Everyone knew there were frightening creatures in the wilderness. They asked me what I thought it was since I'd grown up in the bush. I could have told them all the spooky Kushtaka stories from my childhood, but I was tired. A log, I said, and then I went back to bed. Buzzkill. Yeah. I fell asleep to their whispered voices and their feet pacing from one side to the other directly above me. Now the clients were spooked. I got up and went outside with them. It was a beautiful, peaceful evening with sunset color beginning to gather in the sky and reflect on the placid bay. The surrounding endless forest was turning black. Javelin tips silhouetted against the glowing sky. We appeared to be the only humans left on the planet. Our boat, the only safe haven from the wilderness. See, I want to go live like that. That sounds awesome. I, I see the appeal. Yeah. Yeah. You're fine. It's in the wilderness. Get your boat. Yeah. All right. Nobody else is out here. Done. Maybe everybody's gone. Who cares? (laughs) (laughs) I'm content. I'm content. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. Peaceful for me. All right. So the clients, I'm back, going back in here. Yes. The clients crowded close. Just listen, they urged, very low voiced. They're out there. I listened. A moment later, a horrible, guttural cry echoed across the still water. Something between a sepulchral howl and a threatening roar. At a strange, unearthly afternote, something like a Harley being revved at one end of a long tunnel. There it is, they exclaimed. You heard it, didn't you? We told you something was out there. They were right. Something was it's just a sea lion i said and went back to bed stop being a buzzkill you got all these cool stories in your head mm-hmm. let them know that's how she leaves it off 
but she wrote this in as like, is it, it was weird. Yeah. Could it have been the Kushtaka? Just ignore it though. You know? Yeah. Like just let it go. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. And then I got another one. And this is where actually the the whole kind of story comes from. Okay. Well, not I shouldn't say that. Because it is an old folklore legend. This is just like the original written account. Got it. Okay. Okay. There is a big difference. Yeah, there is a big difference. But yeah, as soon as it's written down, then that's good. You know, it's... You, it's easily you can easily see how then that would become the source for a lot of things because moving forward, right? But this is like old folklore from the Native uh, Americans that are in the region, and it just got written down around 1900. Got it. For the first time in June of 1900 is what it's telling me here. Okay. Uh, and it's a book called The Strangest Story Ever Told. And it has become one of the most famous tellings of Alaskan folklore. And the story is that it it was told by a prospector who had canoed alone in the bay, into the Bay of Death. And he told the author that he'd found gold rich quartz in Thomas Bay, the Bay of Death, Thomas Bay. Got it. But he would never go back and get it. And then he tells him why. Oh my God. Um the man said, I thought I would climb the ridge directly over the ledge and get my landmarks. Right there, fellows, I got the scare of my life. I hope to God I never see or go through the likes of it again. Swarming up the ridge before me from the lake were the most were the most hideous creatures. I couldn't call them anything but devils, as they were neither men nor monkeys, yet looked like both. Uh. They were entirely sexless, their bodies covered with long, coarse hair, except where their scabs and running sores had replaced it. Uh. Each one seemed to be reaching out for me and striving to be the first to get to me. The air was full of their cries, and the stench from their sores and bodies made me, made me faint. I forgot my broken gun, and I tried to use it on the first ones. Then I threw it at them nice. and turned and ran. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, how I did run. I could feel their hot breath on my neck. Their long claw-like fingers scraped my back. The smell from their steaming, stinking bodies was making me sick. While the noises they made, yelling, screaming, and breathing, drove me mad. Reason left me. How I reached the canoe is a mystery to me. When I came to, it was night, and I was lying in the bottom of my canoe, drifting between Thomas Bay and Sukhoi Island, cold, hungry, and crazy for a drink of water. You no doubt think I am crazy or lying. Never let me near the name Thomas Bay again. And for God's sake, help me get away tomorrow on that boat. He wasn't a fan. No, not on his, not in his top ten. No. 
So those some of the accounts of the the land otter man are things like that, where you are encountering these hairy humanoid like beings and they just want you. Want you bad. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming to get you. They're coming for you. Yeah, come here. Hey, come here. I'm not a man. I'm not a monkey. I'm not a man, nor a monkey. But a little of both. I'm coming at you. But I could be your friend. Nah, I'm going to rip you apart. <laughs> <laughs> or they could be friends, actually, because they, the Kushtaka do need to create more of them. What? So. What does that mean? They uh, they take you. Oh, yeah? They typically take children, though. Oh. So they take children, they live with them, and they oh. uh, become a Kushtaka themselves. Oh, so they, like, transform them? Mm-hmm. That's not good. Yeah, it's not good. But some some say it's not just children, though. So, you know, if you were taken by one and you transform all, over time. Maybe that's just easier because you're just, you know, you're a young human. It's probably easier, yeah. So, like, I don't, you know, maybe the uh, whatever. Like, if I was going to take someone, I mean, there's a reason it's called kidnapping, right? It's, Yeah. I mean, yeah. even if you were kidnapped, it'd still be kidnapped. It's true. I'd be kidnapped even though I'm an adult. Yep. So it's just so, easier. Yeah. Adult nap sounds like you're taking a nap. Yeah. Adult, an adult nap. nap is definitely, if somebody tells me they're adult napping, I'm going to be like, okay, oh, you're yeah. just sleeping. You're tired? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're a little sleepy. And if somebody says, oh, I'm kidnapping, I'm going to be like, Whoa. wait, what are you doing? Excuse me? <laughs> totally different. Hmm. Yeah. I'm a little worried about one. Yeah. One like the other one flies, you yeah, know. But why do you call it that? It's a weird thing to call <laughs> yeah. it, but it's fine. <laughs> like, yeah, I was so exhausted yesterday. I was adult napping. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was having such a hard time the other day. I was kidnapping. Yeah. Uh, Wait a minute. Uh, hmm. what? You you were what? Yeah. Go. <laughs> repeat yourself. Oh, actually, never mind. In fact, stop talking to me. I don't need to. I don't want to be an accessory. Yeah, I don't need to hear. It. Stop texting me that. Yeah. Get that on my phone. I didn't even ask you about that. Yeah. Well, so they do, they take people, but there's ways to uh, keep the Kushtaka at bay. Oh, yeah? Yeah. They supposedly are afraid of dogs. Good call. So that's a nice, dogs are good. Easy. Everybody likes a good dog. Yep. And they keep Kushtaka away. The Otter Man. Perfect. Keep him away. Nobody wants that. Nope. Uh, there's also says they can be warded off through copper, urine, and sometimes fire. I just all, imagine where one was coming at you and you just, utilized all these techniques. He got it, <laughs> and then like threw fire at it. <laughs> What's burning log? One was it? more effective than the other. Yeah, it was the pee. It was surprising, yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> it worked. He didn't like that at all. Yeah, he wasn't pleased with the fire, but when I started pissing on him. He really didn't like it. He ran away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who's the Otter Man now? What? Sure. Yeah. Uh, there's. So if you do hear those high-pitched screams or yeah. whistles in the night, yeah, 
could be a Kushtaka. Especially if you're up in Alaska. If yeah. down here it's probably not that. Probably not that, but I mean, there's also. But I'm not going to go check it out, probably. No. Especially after reading this. No. And like, there's times you hear like an animal fight outside. Oh, sometimes they're freaky sounding. Yeah. I might peek up my window. I'm not going to open the door and hey, what are you guys doing? <laughs> Is that. What? You want to come in? Yeah. Do I know you? <laughs> Do you need some help? Two quarreling raccoons just say, <laughs> yes. <laughs> huh. Oh, well. Well, come on in. Yeah, come on, guys. I guess I know you. You want me to put a. You, yeah, you want me to put a. You know. Pot of coffee on? You guys sleepy? You want to wake up? Or Is that why you're so grumpy sounding? Yeah, you guys need coffee? Do you know what caffeine is? You're raccoons. Mm. Yeah. Well. So. The Gushtaka actually. Some. Stories try to say that it is a Bigfoot. You can see the, uh, you can see why, kind of. Yeah. The The tricky part for me, though, is like they all seem smaller. The four foot, as soon as you said they seem like not, like the, the six to eight feet or however tall Bigfoot is. Yeah, I normally think huge... like eight foot is when you're starting to think of like Bigfoot. Right. I mean, that would, yeah, but the four foot's different. It's a different beast. Yeah, so I this this actually led me down a bunch of different rabbit holes with uh different Bigfoot like creatures. Yes. But the Kushtaka actually from most of the folklore that I read seems to be a lot more what's the word I'm looking for? Uh paranormal. Okay. It seemed more like it used its shape-shifting abilities quite a bit more than I've ever heard of a Bigfoot doing by any means. Yeah, nobody's ever like, yeah, then Bigfoot changed into my dog. Yeah. And then it was my, then it changed into my dad. And then it asked for help. And then it asked for help a lot. Yeah. See, what what it, it actually leans me towards, this is going to be a big jump, but it, it. the paranormal aspects with all of the elements kind of thrown in. It makes me think more of a Wendigo. It's closer. Where, you know, it's something out there. Yeah. And you're not entirely sure what it is. Nope. And it could kind of manifest itself in different ways. Kind of like a, well, Wendigo. But, like, I yeah. mean, you can see it's a not, not a direct comparison. No, is no. what I'm getting at. But, like. Again, like the monster genealogy. Closer to one thing than another thing. Yeah. Uh, more obscure than just a Bigfoot-type creature. Like, something else is being brought in. And that's where, like, the Land Otter Man is creepy. It's very creepy. Yeah, he's totally creepy. Like, you gotta... Like, that's why I try to put you in that mindset. Like, when you walk outside... Yeah. And it's dark. Yeah. And it's late. And you just hear something whistle... I can't whistle. Help! There you go. Yeah. Like, yeah? I mean, I mean I, that would... It'd freak me out. I know my first response is going to be from here on out. Man, are you an otter man? Hmm. Yeah. Get out of here, <laughs> otter man. I mean, anybody that doesn't listen to this podcast is going to be like, what the fuck did he just say to me? Right, it's a good test. So, like, it's either going to be a no or a... What? 
<laughs> yeah, but of those two answers, the what is the one I want. Like, okay. Right. All right. Yeah. If someone says no, I'm like, you know what that is? <laughs> yeah. There's a whole conversation. I got a real problem with you. <laughs> yeah, such a huge problem. Get your shape shifting paws away from me. Yeah. But when the person yells back, are you nuts? All right. <laughs> what do you need, man? Yeah. Um, so that's what it makes me think more of. And it also might be because when I was doing this episode, I was really getting in the mindset of the wintry, yeah, lonely places that this kind of stuff happens. And that also brings me back to the Wendigo. Of course. You know, they were on opposite parts of the Canadian, American, yeah. North America. Uh-huh. That's what it's called. North America. There it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. And not to say that they're isolated to these regions by any means, but they're out there. Something's out there. Enough to be talked about for centuries, right? Right. To linger forever and then just to be, you know, cemented down in the early 1900s then have that carry forward because it's just amazing how many other verbal stories just you know are still just verbal stories or they petered away we'll never know Mm -hmm. we have no idea right and there's a bunch of books on this now that of course once you start researching you're like oh there's books on this and since we're on a bit of a time crunch you can't be like, oh, no. there's a bunch of books on this. Right. I should read those books. Right. Isn't that cool? Yeah. So I would like, I added them to my uh, my list. And they will be, get read eventually. So maybe we can get back into the Kushtaka. Yeah. In more detail. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I mean, there's probably a few creatures we probably could revisit and just like, hell yeah. This just in. Right. There's been a, there's been a few that I've been like, oh, we could definitely do that again. Uh-huh. And, you know get more detailed and we might do that yeah Just might yeah, maybe wait a little bit you wait know there's no bit. hurry maybe, maybe throw a spin in there or something else you know new stuff with the i mean it's all gonna be new stuff if we hadn't heard it before but like you know another yeah. slant at it i feel like the one that we've covered well enough that i don't think we need to revisit sure the mothman i know we went hard on that guy we did do you know who i want to revisit the mothman the mothman <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's just cool. He's real cool. Lives yep. in a spaceship, maybe, over Lake Michigan. He could be. That's my canon. Hmm. And who knows? Does he have families? Is there different types? Who knows, man? He, who knows? I don't know. I actually just read a story on the Mothman again. Yeah, was it good? It wasn't set up like, it was, like here's the Mothman. I was okay. like, oh, this is a weird story, and then... I'm getting into it, and I'm like, I know all of this. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Mothman. Yeah, and then it's like, the Mothman. And I was There's like, yeah, guy. I got, I yeah, knew thank that. You. <laughs> thank <laughs> you. Yeah, I, I'm familiar with this character. Too familiar, apparently. <laughs> Evidently, yeah. Oh, man. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a baller move when you realize you're too familiar with the Mothman. Right. <laughs> like, oh, these are all his traits. Do you feel like Sam and Dean is supernatural? I know what this is. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what this is. Sure. Because mm-hmm. it's a Mothman. I gotta go get my shotgun out of my Impala now. I mean, I wish... Anyways, I'm not gonna talk about that show. But I just wish I there's yeah, more cryptids I, that could have dealt with. 
That's all I'm saying. Like, things are weird. I haven't watched as much as you have. Sure. I know enough. You do. But, like, they don't really meet a Bigfoot. No. Not really. I mean, it started off more cryptid, and then it right. wasn't. The first thing they go after is a Wendigo. Yeah, that's scary. I wouldn't go after a Wendigo. No. You want a fist fight or a knife fight, a Wendigo in its cave? No. No. Get out of here. Nope. But I'm not a hunter for supernatural beasts. Yet. Okay. At least, yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not yet, I'm not. Not yet. No. There's still time. Yeah. That's, that's the next phase. When I go into the woods looking for the Otter Man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Otter Man, you here? <laughs> yeah. Come whistle at me now, I'm you coming. son of a bitch. Sharpening my knife. <laughs> shink, shink. You ever hunt you a at? man? Yeah. An Otter Man? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. What happened to Nick? He's out hunting Otter Man in the woods. I don't know. He was laying in a ditch the other day, cracking <laughs> urchins on his stomach. Are you still sure he isn't an Otter Man? No. <laughs> I don't know what he is. Huh. Weird. Yeah, but that is the uh, that's the Otter Man. I I want to get back into it. Yeah, it's awesome. At some point, I'm and a huge fan. Get some books. Yeah. Because, you know, there's got to be so much more folklore. There's more stories on this. Of and course. Just trying to do a couple of hours of research and right. pre- pre- preparing all of this stuff isn't enough. I, w- I want to get those books and get into it. Yeah. Especially, that, especially the one that was the original account. Right. When that's the pain, you know, the pain of it, too, is when you're throwing something together. Like, man, if I, I would like to just read about the Outer Man for like 15 hours. Mm-hmm. Don't have access to that amount of resources at the moment, as far as time goes. No. Which is unfortunate. But yeah, get back into him sometime and be fantastic. Yeah, the land otter. Man. <laughs> so there was actually a interesting theory that I came across on one of these websites, okay. though, uh, right. of that original encounter that was written down in the 1900s, the, the prospector that encountered those things that were chasing him sure it's less paranormal and more just like do we like i mean it's just a theory sure um so i guess there's the bay of death is called the bay of death because it's a bad time yeah there's been accidents and things like that shipwrecks sure i guess around 1900 ish nobody can seem to put a date on it but there was a couple shipwrecks of Chinese immigrants coming okay. across. Yeah. And they were coming across to work in like salmon factories, you know, okay. during the industrial yeah. phase. And they think the theory is that there's possibly a shipwreck. Some survivors get lost in the area. Oh my God. They speak Mandarin or yeah. Cantonese or whatever. Right. And so people are unfamiliar with it. Of course. A lot of the people from China had previously been goat herds, but were coming seeking new employment. Yeah. And there's uh, Alaskan, what are they called? There's a lot of wild goats. Got it. I forget what they're called exactly. I don't know. So... The theory is 
maybe this guy stumbled across some boat crash survivors that had been living off of goats and hurting okay. them, wearing their furs after their clothes don't suffice, yeah. you know, in the winter. Surviving with what they know. Right. And this guy finally comes out of nowhere because he's, he's out prospecting, you know, he's looking right. for gold. And he comes across all these Chinese survivors. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and they're, they got sores on them because of the poor diet. Right. And, and then he points a gun at him and runs away. Yeah, right. And they're like, help, help. <laughs> but they can't speak English. No, so they're just, yeah, they're speaking their own language, yelling at this man. Who's this crazy man? Yeah. But. Yeah, tell someone we're here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rescue yeah. us. But he did say that they were, you know, not men. So. Right. Yeah, I mean. But in a panic, I don't know. <laughs> well, is he not paying attention or is he just, you know. Wildly racist? I think you. <laughs> Thank you. That's yeah. Is he just <laughs> awful? <laughs> yeah. These aren't man. These aren't like yeah, man. Calm down, all right. Yes, goddamn idiot. But I would like to think that even if you're a horrible racist yeah, a person, man, you yeah. would be like, no, they weren't people. Not not like how I normally say that about people. Right. Yeah. You know how like, I normally see yeah, exactly. But they yeah. weren't people. <laughs> you know how like we all kind of like know they're people, but we say they're not. Yeah. You know, because we're not Cause great. Because we're horrible. Yeah, because I'm just a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Well, these things were like, ah. They're yeah. like different than that. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that it's a theory. I I mean. Again, I don't it's know. A definite, I, I would throw it into the maybe pile. Maybe. Yeah. But like, yeah, it's especially. A decent theory. If really, these guys you know? needed help and he just freaks the fuck out and like whips his gun at him. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> he tries to pull the trigger. It doesn't yeah. work. He just chucks it and it runs. They look at each other and then he whips a gun and it bounces off one of their heads. Like, oh, what the hell? Yeah. I guess we have to keep hurting these goats as opposed to getting back to civilization. Thanks. You think they would have just followed him? Yeah, that's true. If they were just people like, you're our only you're hope. Wave, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, hey, no, 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 no. Hey. Hey, get back here. Yeah. But yeah, the Kushtaka, the land otter man. Well, if you are the land otter man, you can reach us at weirdandfeardpodcast at gmail.com. Send us a message. Facebook, Instagram, Patreon. Support the show. We support you. Yeah. Supporting us. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. And uh, yeah, reach out to us if you'd like. Got any suggestions for monsters? Of course, we're always willing to hear things that are Absolutely. tickling your fancy. And then we will plow through those guys when we can, when we have mm-hmm. enough time to dive in and take a serious crack at yeah. what and you throw in. It's us. been a while since Steve we've justice. talked about it. What do we got on our Patreon right now? Let's see. On our Patreon, we have Behind the Veil, which is um, what happens... Behind the scenes, when we're done recording the main show, where uh, me and Zach muse about and discuss the topic we just got done discussing, and whatever else comes from wild mind. tangents, it, it leads gets, us down. It, sometimes, I mean, sometimes there's moon shark men that get talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, another sometimes s- I just tell you about the Lewis and Clark book I read. Sometimes that is amazing, and that's what happens. Um, then we also have um, illustrations, 
um, in the the behind the no, what is shoot? What did I call that one? What do we call that one? Um, member of the beast. Wow. Oh yeah, the member of the beast tier. Yeah, the six 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 dollars and sixty six cents tier. Yeah. Where uh, post illustrations. Um, for that one once a month and then behind the veil also when time permits uh, comic pages get posted because there's an ongoing cryptid story that I am developing and still writing but writing and illustrating and coloring and the whole thing takes it takes time unfortunately and I suck wish I had, me in and I don't know where it's going I wish I had more time yeah it's still going I just need more time yeah. because it needs to be done I'm not saying I mean also since we're just talking you know meeting of the minds here because we're in person mm-hmm. um, eventually um, the pieces still are falling into place, but mentioned a while ago, yeah, weird and feared book is coming on the horizon. It is. Yeah. It's just time. Yeah. So if you like the sounds of any of that on our yeah. Patreon, yeah. you know, check it out. Yeah. We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. And if not, you still get the main show. Absolutely. It's still here for you. Mm-hmm. And it's still here for you. Still staying spooky. Yeah, stay spooky.